If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I am so excited to dig into this episode today with you. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or you just want more, and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level, if this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a phone call with us to see if we're a great fit for each other. Okay, let's do this. Look, I know you want success. Or at least I know you know you say you want success. My question to you is, what are you willing to do to achieve success? So I remember in my journey, in pursuing success, I got hit with a lot of ups and downs, a lot of struggles. And one of the biggest favors I ever did for myself was I sat down and, and I took an inventory but then I took it a step further. So, so let me share with you what this inventory looked like for me. And then I'd like to ask you to do the same thing. I sat down with myself and I made a list of everything I was good at, everything I knew I was good at. Then I made a list of things I didn't think I was good at. Then after that, I really started discovering and getting really curious about how I saw myself, how I viewed myself, how I pictured myself, what I thought about myself, how I felt about myself. And then I sat down and when I was reviewing this inventory, I then got really curious as to how I could strengthen what I knew I wasn't good at and how I could leverage what I was good at and how I could leverage the attributes of how I saw myself, of course the good ones and then how I could improve the ones that avoided serving me. After I did that, I took it to the next level then. I sat down with five people that I knew I could really trust to be completely open and transparent with me. And I brought a pen, a notepad, 
and I created a space to where they could be transparent and open with me. My commitment to them was I would ask them questions and then I would write. And in no way would I argue or defend or question anything they were saying to me. That I had a few questions and I honored and respected their answers. The very first question that I would ask them is, what do you think I'm good at? And they would answer. That would be easy for them to answer because it wouldn't put them in, in an awkward position. And I would write and some of it would be really vulnerable to hear because it's sometimes for me and probably for you too, it's hard to hear positive things about us. Then after that, I asked them, in your opinion, what am I not good at? This got really hard. I just kept writing. This was hard for them to to share as well. It was hard for them because most people would start defending and arguing. And if I even attempted to do that, it would have gone against everything that I was working towards and wanted to get from the exercise. So then I would ask them, how do you see me as a professional? This was even harder to receive. Some of the feedback that I got really hurt my feelings for a multitude of reasons, none of which I'll defend yet or explain yet. I just kept taking notes and kept taking notes. And then I asked how they saw me as a person. And this was beautifully humbling. Now I have to tell you that the five people that I asked this for, it was really hard for them to answer it. It really put them in a compromising position. And it was the biggest favor that they ever did for me. Because I'll share with you the stuff that they shared, the attributes, the qualities that they shared from the perspective of what my strengths were, they saw things I never did. When it came to what my weaknesses were, they saw things that I was blind to. When it came to how they saw me professionally, it really took me back. I got a lot of very positive feedback from that. I was thorough, I was articulate, I was intelligent, I was heart-centered, I cared, I was loving. I, I mean, I could go on and on. They were attributes and qualities that would serve any professional. The ones that really took me back though were, I was intimidating. I've never viewed myself as intimidating. I scared some people. I never understood how I could scare anybody. Some of them said that it was hard to not prejudge me because I wasn't your typical professional that wore suits or dresses or heels. 
I was authentic in me and that they wondered how frequently I got judged because of that. All this feedback that I got really helped me step back and understand how I see myself, how others see me. It also helped me work on areas that I was blind to. Do I wear suits today? No. Am I authentically me? More than ever, transparently, as a matter of fact. However, that feedback that was delivered to me, for me, was the most incredible gift that I gave myself, as well as the most incredible gift those humans could give to anybody. I still value that input. As a matter of fact, I still take this inventory. Success starts with you. Success starts with you being aware of who you are and how you are, how you view yourself and how others view you. I invite you to take on this exercise. Take on this inventory. Immerse yourself with pen and paper and get really real about who you think you are, how you think you are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then pick five people who you know will be transparently honest with you. This is gonna take you far outside your comfort zone. And that's okay because that's where success starts. That's where success lives. You wanna be the best version of you? Start with this inventory. Get really honest with yourself. And look, this isn't about you beating yourself down. This is about you looking at all your attributes and qualities so that you know where to start. You know what to look at. Those attributes and qualities and perspectives and representations that you hold inside of you, you get to do something about. Lean into the ones that serve you. Evaluate the ones that get to be exercised and improved. And then we get to figure out how to improve them. For me, I leaned into the parts of me that served where it is I wanted to go and served others. You know, as far as my comfort in professionally dressing, I have found a way to be authentic to me and still authentic to the brand of success. I still dress the way I'm comfortable. I just do it at a higher level now. There's nothing wrong with where you start. It's knowing what that starting line is so that it'll carry you to the finish line. Do this inventory and it'll serve you for a very long time. The next thing I did was I evaluated every action I took in a day. You know, today my clients call it FU homework because I can't begin to tell you how many people tell me on a continual basis I'm not going to extract any more work out of them. 
This isn't about being busy. This is about being productive. So I would do a productivity audit, a time audit on myself. You know, it started out, I would evaluate my, my activities, my productivity, my performance, my allocation of time on a daily basis. Then I started doing it for an entire week, then an entire month. And I would really audit how I scheduled my time and where I chose to allocate my time. This allowed me to make sure every action I was taking was moving me towards where it is I wanted to go. I invite you to sit down, pen and paper again, and every action you take, write down the time and write down what you're doing. Evaluate it at the end of the day and ask yourself, did that move the needle for me? Did it take me where it is I want to go? If the answer is no, plan your day differently. Get really curious about the actions and activities you're avoiding. Why are you avoiding them? What's the purpose of avoiding them? Is it a lack of know-how? Is the itty-bitty shitty committee bitch slapping your brain right now? Why do we avoid some of the things that move our needle? But if you don't know you're avoiding them, then we can't get curious about what you're avoiding and why you're avoiding it. I invite you to step into this FU homework as my clients lovingly call it. I invite you to do a time audit, a productivity audit. The next thing, and I just mentioned it within this audit, is scheduling your day, planning your success. Just like in health journeys, you know, eat less, move more. You know meal prepping helps you plan for success. You know, making money, pursuing success, building a business, being of service to prospective clients is no different. If you wanna make money, if you wanna create success, you have to know where you're going. You have to have that end game. We call it a goal. Then we have to be clear on how we're going to get there. We call that a plan. Then you've got to have action steps. We call that your day. Now, if you're planning your day, then you're in control of the direction it goes. If your day plans you, then you're out of control in the direction of where you want to go. Where are you going? Who's taking you there? And how are you really allocating your time? Do your inventory. Get other people's perspectives on who you are and how you are. Get clarity on where you want to go and how you're going to get there. Plan your day, schedule your success, and then get really curious as to where your time's really going. Audit your time. 
audit your productivity. This isn't about being busy. This isn't about being active. This is about being productive. Do these three things, and this is where we'll pick up on our next episode. Your success is important to me, and it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you and for you. I would love for you to do three things right now. First, I'd love for you to head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. Second, I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Let's hop over to Instagram, follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. And second, I'd love to chat with you and get feedback on the episodes and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make these episodes more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15 minute call on the schedule. Always remember this. Choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.